kind of building on that, did you, the first time you read it, read it as an explicitly political book? And if if you did, like, how do you think Melville's America speaks to us now? And different I mean, well, you know, you know me. Like, this is my stock and trade is uh, <laughs> is, is is reading, you know, specious political uh, interpretations of great art. Now, that, yeah. that of course cater to my every prejudice, and you know that that's the way I think we should all approach literature. But no, like, I mean, I I don't think I read it as like an explicitly political book, but I read it like, in, I guess like, but you can't help because like it is philosophically tied to the project of America and like, and, and, and then like, but, but so interestingly, like this is a book that like almost like 90% of it does not take place in America. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It takes place in international waters. It takes place on the sea, the opposite of like, you know, the, the domain of nations and men. But like I said, it like it, the, the Pequot itself becomes America. And obviously like the, the perverse absurdity of whaling too. I'm not saying like, oh, this is a book about how the whaling industry is bad, but like one can't help but like uh, read into like the, the you know, like the, the grotesque absurdity of the like the wholesale massacring of whales to like render them down into oil to light street lamps and stuff is like, you know, the, the, the extraction of resources from the natural world to feed it into the maw of something that only knows one thing, more, more, more. And like that to me is like the, the kind of the, the, the prophetic nature of this book is that like, we are all, you know, in this country, like, you know, is the Pequod, is this like, you know, like fragile box of tinder, you know, being lashed about in a world that it thinks it's the master of, but we truly are, Ahab is in charge right now. And like what the book says is that we are, we are gleefully tying ourselves to a madman that is going to doom us all. And I really think that like, that is the prophecy of the book. And that like, you know, Ishmael is the only one who lives at the, at the end of it. <laughs> and in a way, it's not even Ahab in charge. It's like Moby Dick or God himself or the, the like just the pure, what was it, the cannibalistic ocean yeah. that you read from your section. I love that part because it beaches both whales and boats. Yeah. And it puts them on the same leveling play field because they're all dead to God's like wrath. I mean, I think it's like, it's, it's, it, it's you know, like, I, there are a lot of ways to interpret it, but like, you know, like Ahab's like insane quest, his mission. Um, to you know, to 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 dismember the thing that dismembered him, and you know, as Starbucks says, like this is just, this is just a stupid beast. You're reading intelligence into something. Like you can't be mad at something who does, who injured you out of pure instinct. But like you know, like like is it just instinct? I don't know. Like I mean, there like this is based on a real account of uh, sperm whales attacking. Like, sperm whales are the only species of whale that like affirmatively attacks human beings. I mean, you think they'd all be smart enough to figure it out at this point? <laughs> the killer whale started to get yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Now, well, now the killer whale—it took, took them long enough, but you know, they're—they're they're coming for these yachts now. It's—it's it's his attempt to kind of systematize this, like, systematize this—the existential horror of which whaling is but one, like, mere aspect of every everything in this book is an aspect of something larger. It's like what what Ahab says about like it has to, like, through the mask, you know. Mm-hmm. And like like everything is everything is everything in this universe stands in and represents something else in, in this kind of universal shared thing. 